episode 45. It's the rundown of the entire year of 2020. 28 total episodes for the entire year of 2020, and what a year it was. Some uh, not so good, some decent years. For me, personally, it was a decent year. I've learned a lot. I've, uh, I've did a lot of these shows, obviously, and for me, man, I had so many, so many great guests, and without the guests, none of this happens. Without you listening and learning and you know, trying to be better. And we I, look, I've learned so much from these guests. Hopefully you have too. Let's run them down. It started with episode 17. That was in January. That was the first episode of 2020, episode 17. Brady Silverwood, he ran across the United States of America, started in New Jersey and went all the way down to his hometown in San Diego. That was the best kickoff to the year I can ask for. I was pumped. I hope everybody else was pumped. He was obviously pumped. It took him uh, 200 and some days and a lot of miles. I think he went through 17 different states. And uh, that is episode 17. You can go back to that and listen to it. I can't imagine. Like I, I can't even run from here to my office, which is like six miles. <laughs> this guy ran all the way across the country. So you can find out how he did all of that and all the, the the knit details as to how that all went down. Episode 18 was a downer. It was uh, my Kobe tribute to Kobe Bryant's death and the life of Kobe Bryant. Uh, that was a rough day. It was a weird day. It was a Sunday morning, a day I'll never forget. Uh, things just it was just it just felt like an off day. And then I got the news when I was making some breakfast, and it didn't feel real. Uh, but then of course TMZ reports it, and when TMZ reports things, you know it's official. So my tribute to Kobe Bryant was episode 18, and that's kind of when the year, the start of the end to 2020, it was, uh, you know, from there on, it, everything was just really strange and kind of crazy. Episode 19 was with Lara Vanian Green. Uh, that episode was a really good episode. She was open, honest. I think I didn't get enough out of her, to be quite honest with you, looking back. I think she wanted to talk more, and that was probably my fault. I didn't open up enough of of kind of her book, because she was an open book. She was ready to open things up, and I, I think I got enough, but probably, I think I got a lot, but probably not enough. I probably could have went through that thing a little better. I think I'm I'm a little bit better at having the conversation now, and uh, maybe we can revisit that. But that was uh, her living through bisexuality and depression, and uh, she, you know, through the years, she wanted to kill herself as a kid, and um, some really interesting stories there. She also has a podcast called Armenian Enough, and so uh, that was episode 19. 20 was the uh, Houston Astros scandal. That was with Dennis De La Pena from Austin, Texas, Fox in Austin, Texas. We spoke about the Houston scandal, the Houston Astros scandal, them banging on trash cans and cheating. And uh, because of that, uh, my my Dodgers just uh, uh, screwed him out of a World Series, and that wasn't fun. But he was open and honest about the conversation we had. He was, uh, he's obviously from Texas, so it was, you know, it was cool to get an honest opinion from him, a guy who's out in Texas. 21, episode 21, Don't F with Cats. That was from the Don't F with cat. I can't say the word because I'm going to tell you right now. Don't F with cats because that was the Netflix documentary about uh, the dude, remember, was uh, killing cats. And he was showing everybody and he was on this blog on Facebook and telling everybody where people were trying to figure out where he was at. And I, I rated the Netflix documentary, which was really good, really interesting. 
I talked about that, but of course I couldn't I couldn't say the F word because my dad prior to that said that he was listening to an episode of mine and he says, Man, you know, it was it was a really good episode. And he says, But there's one thing, there's one little caveat that you you know, I just don't like about the episode. I was like, Oh man, you know what? No, you're you're saying bad words. You're saying the F word, and I, you know, the, the, there's no need for that. You know, you should cut that stuff out. So from that day on, I told myself that I would never say the F word on my podcast, and so that's why it's don't F with cats. Twenty two, Annie Ustalian Gomez. Talk about, whew, man. When she came in here, she sat down and she literally told me, "Talk about anything you want. I am ready. Don't hold back." Don't be hesitant to ask me any questions. Annie lost her husband. It's been, I believe, six years now. And he was in a motorcycle accident. He owned two barber shops that she now owns today that are very successful in the city of Long Beach, in the city of Whittier, California. And she's doing a great job, a great job. She has to manage barbers, egos, sense of humors, personalities, and that stuff isn't easy. And she's and she's a female. And I don't think she has any females around her and she's she's tough man she's tough and she's got to be tough and she has done a great job that episode was one of the most viewed episodes in the history of mic'd up pod uh it was very good i still get people talk to me about that episode today she goes in real real straight detail and it was it was good because there was a relation there with vanessa bryant in terms of her losing her husband at the time. So it was the, the timing was good. I'm sure there's others who have lost their husbands and hopefully that you were able to cope with that a little bit and that helped you cope, I guess, in that situation, husband or wife, you know, I'm there's I'm sure there's a lot of guys who've lost their wives as well. So that was a really good episode and I appreciate her not only coming on, but being open. And by the way, we're probably going to do something in 2021 because I think she's ready to come back and let's get an update and talk to her about, you know, what's happened in her life today. Um, she's doing really well, by the way, so I'm happy for her. 23 was Paul Daniel. He painted the Kobe mural in downtown Los Angeles. Sick piece. It's on Hotel Figueroa. And I guess it was. I don't think it's there anymore. But that was cool. He he grew up a huge Kobe Bryant fan, as I. So we had a great conversation, episode 23, if you want to go check that one out. 24, here's kind of where the world changed. Um, we spoke about the coronavirus, COVID-19, with Dr. Josh Red um, out of Utah, and he basically broke down as to what exactly the coronavirus is, and that was early on in March uh, when this thing hit, and so uh, we got his perspective on it, and uh, excellent interview, great, great guy, uh, that was a lot of fun. 25, Juan Catalan, one of my favorite documentaries on Netflix, it's called The Long Shot, and Juan was accused of murder while he was at the Dodger game and they were trying to track his steps because somebody drew out a, a picture of him and it, it was kind of, it looked exactly like him and he had nothing to do with this murder. And if you watch the documentary on the long shot, you'll understand what I'm talking about. Uh, he was in jail for a time period, a, a little period of time there and his brilliant attorney of his got him out, but the way he did it was incredible. And he came in and we talked about that in specific as to how that all happened and he broke it down for us very good episode again one of my favorite documentaries on netflix called the long shot check that out 26 i interviewed a family who tested positive for coronavirus it was a husband a wife and their i believe three-year-old son 
and they all were jacked up. And it was early on when the strain was uh, very strong, and <laughs> I asked him the questions, man, and he didn't hold back. He let us know how he felt, how it was, how it all went down. So that was uh, a real interesting episode, you know, on the learning experience of things. And so it kind of prepped us as to if some, one of us would get it, how would we react to it if we had it, if we're asymptomatic or not? And he was giving us his symptoms and how he had trouble breathing. This is a dude who runs five miles a day and he still got it and he still struggled with it and he still had trouble breathing. So uh, that was an interesting interview. 27 was uh, one of the most awkward interviews I've ever done in my entire life. It was with Dustin Penner the NHL, uh, former NHL player who's won a couple Stanley Cups, one with the Ducks, one with the Kings. This dude is a strange cat, and I will not let him know that I'm doing this episode just in case he uh, listens to the episode. I, I, you know, He said he was a conspiracy theorist. I brought him on to talk about conspiracy theories, and he wanted nothing to do with it. He basically told me uh, if there... <laughs> If I need to know about any of the conspiracies, just Google it and find out about it for yourself. And I was like, I, I'm not sure why you're even here, man. It's So I went and just talked about some NHL stories and we went about our way and it was awkward. You want an awkward interview? Awkward, awkward episode 27, Dustin Penner. 28, not awkward at all. My boy Joe Davis came on, the voice of the Los Angeles Dodgers. He is a stud. 27, 28, maybe 26 years old when he started being a Dodger announcer. I believe he's 32 now. I could be wrong. Um, I'm just going off the cuff here. And great voice, great calls. Uh, listen, calling baseball games is not easy. And you have to fill up a lot of gaps. The games are three hours long and there's not a lot of action. And so when you're calling games night in, night out, it's a very difficult task and to keep everybody entertained at the same time is not easy. And then at the end, calling his walk-off calls, I think Joe Davis is probably one of the best I've ever heard. You know, there's there's the Vins and, and those guys, um, but he's way beyond his years. And when you hear his walk-off calls, you know it because you're not really prepared for a walk-off call. You know, you are, but you aren't because you don't exactly know when it can happen. And so when he's calling his walk-off calls, they are they are good, and they're they are right off the cuff. So Joe Davis, that was a cool interview. Voice of the Dodgers, man. It's, this is the this is the cool part of this podcast is that I created this platformer. You know, I'm out here doing this thing. The internet is allowing me to do it, and I get to talk to guys like Joe Davis, who I listened on, you know, on TV in the summers watching Dodger games, and I'm talking to him, having a conversation with him, which is super cool. It wouldn't happen if I, if I don't have this platform. So it's super cool. 29, my boy Matt Petch, the former Green Beret. Talk about a stud. Talk about a guy who, man, perseverance, high character, former Green Beret. I mean, what else can you say about the guy? He is now a, a police officer and uh, just a true all-American is what he is. I went to his restaurant, by the way, that episode we talked about his restaurant. It's in Hermosa Beach. I'm, I'm not saying this just to say it. I wouldn't say it if I didn't mean it. It's one of the best pizzas I've ever had in my life. It's called the Green Belt. It's in Hermosa Beach. And I got the margarita pizza and the sauce, the dough, the ingredients, the cheese. It was phenomenal. And every time I have a pizza today, I still think about his pizza. That's how good it was. That was episode 29. 
Episode 30, Arash Markazi, LA Times columnist. He lost 130 pounds in 430 days. We talked about that kind of in the middle of this pandemic when people were, you know, kind of getting lazy and they weren't working. So they were home and their routines were out of whack. And when your routines are out of whack, you get lazy and you eat bad. That's kind of why I wanted to bring him on to kind of pump others up to make sure they don't get into a bad state. He was at 430 days at that time. And I believe he's somewhere close to 500 now, if I'm not mistaken, it might be over 500 every single day. He's hit the treadmill and he's lost 130 pounds by just kind of watching what he's eating. But most importantly, he was, he was, I mean, treadmill every single day. I think it's for like 30 or 45 minutes a day. So Arash Markowski, super cool episode, super cool guy. That was fun. That was episode 30, 31 Daisy Rivas, owner of eight pro image stores. Her husband passed away. And again, kind of similar to Annie's story, could have easily sold everything, called it quits, opened up her own thing, done her own thing, bought a house, went on vacations, took her kids and just whatever. No, she took him over and she is a rock star for it. She is she is a great interview. Uh, she is on top of her things. She is a numbers person. Again, go back to that one if you're an owner of a business or if you're going through some adversity stuff, that was right before the malls closed. And then we had an update with her later on. So that was a very informative episode. Daisy Rivas, eight pro image stores and she's going, she's kicking ass. Episode 32 was about TikTok. I brought in my boy, Rafi Garbushin. We talked about if uh, TikTok was a spyware app. That was a time when President Donald Trump was thinking about canning the app and getting rid of the app. And we talked about that. And basically, if it was a spyware app, and, uh, if your kids should be on it, if you should be on it. So that was that was a good episode. 33 was Matt Conger. He attended 31 NHL stadiums in 31 days. And he made it just in time before Corona hit. This is still an episode that I can't wrap my head around because I I don't I I don't I think I've been to 31 stadiums, you know, from baseball, basketball, football stadiums, maybe in total, maybe not. But I, I it's been years since I've done that. But I can't imagine doing 31 stadiums, NHL stadiums in 31 days. It I still cannot wrap my head around what he accomplished. It's crazy. And there was one city where he went with a friend of his and his friend didn't have the right passport or something went wrong and his poor friend failed. And he wasn't able to see that one stadium. So he's got to go back and see that stadium. So he did 30 stadiums in 31 days. But Matt accomplished this thing and he was a champ, man. 31 stadiums in 31 days? It still doesn't make sense to me. That was episode 33. 34, Vaskian, a friend of mine, he battled with leukemia, anxiety, depression. Uh, he he had a story about Dodger Stadium where he was going through some serious suicidal thoughts. They were on the top deck of Dodger Stadium. He looked down and he told his buddies that he's got to watch the rest of the game uh, near the tunnel because he's thinking about jumping off uh, the top deck and killing himself at Dodger Stadium while the game was going on. And his friends were like, what are you talking about? He talked about that whole thing, the leukemia, how you can live with leukemia the rest of your life. I had no idea. He had no idea at the time. His doctors told him just that. You're going to be okay. You're going to live with this thing. It's going to be okay. And he's like, screw you. I know you're just trying to make me feel good. And I'm like, we're not in the business to make you feel good. This, These are facts. And today, he's got leukemia. He is perfectly fine. 
he found alternatives to kill his depression, to get rid of his anxiety, and those are through uh, CBD gummies. He talked about that. It was a great episode. Uh, a lot of great uh, messages and emails about that one, uh, how, how much people enjoy that. That was episode 34. 35, I brought in Misak Tokmania, another friend of mine. We talked about the real estate market and what it is, what is happening there, especially in our state, in California, how things are just going crazy. In my opinion, now that I look at it right now and what's happening with the world today, I believe there's going to be a correction in the real estate market. Uh, I would hold, you know, when is the right time to buy? Is there ever a right time to buy? And it's hard to tell, you know, especially in this state. In this state, I think the market is always going to be higher than any state in the country, most likely, you know, us in New York. And so I, but I still believe that there will be a correction uh, within the next eight to 12 months. So uh, that's just my personal humble opinion. 36 conflict between Armenia, Azerbaijan with my friend God and Kazanch. This is when things uh, eh, things in the world got really sticky and ugly is that uh, um, I'm Armenian as most of you know. And so when, when you see your homeland go through something like this uh, through a really a, a, a terrorist group, um, a Muslim country that has no regard for life and they're going after Christian lives in Christian homelands and uh, trying to wipe off Christian families and kids, and infants, and churches, and schools, and hospitals, and auditoriums, all the good things that kind of live for, right? And you see them wiping this off, uh, trying to wipe them off the map, it hurts. It's not fun. And so I brought in Godin, who is basically a historian. He's all over all history. I mean, he's, he's history 101. And so uh, he was great in terms of letting us know as to what is happening, kind of keeping us up to date. 37, Adakel Poladian, another friend of mine. This was a story. He went to Armenia for a vacation, kind of to want to get away from kind of the COVID life in the United States. And he went to Armenia because he enjoys going to Armenia. And he figured he'd be out there. He took a one-way ticket. He figured he'd be out there for three weeks, four weeks, maybe a couple months. And the war hit. And... Guess what? This was taken um, a few months ago, and he is still there today doing some serious humanitarian work. Um, I cannot applaud him enough. He's doing some serious stuff. The kids there, they see him and they smile. I mean, he is, you know, I kind of live my life uh, telling myself to make a difference or try to, and he is doing exactly that. He is absolutely making a difference. It was a really good episode. Episode 37. 38, Will Morales. Uh, he talked about his cars. That's controlled articular rotations. And um, I actually did this workout with him on IGTV, but it's a workout that he's done for, I want to say, 13 months now. Every single day. I mean, you talk about dedication. He's done that every single day, and he's in incredible, incredible shape. His his mind is sharp because of it. He eats incredibly well because of it. Trust me, when you are working out and you're doing certain activities every single day and you catch yourself in a routine, guess what? You're going to feel better, but you're going to eat better, and because you're eating better, you're feeling better. And so um, Will kind of took us through that. That was episode 38, a good episode. 39 was the update on the peace agreement. That was with Godin as well. I brought him on in terms of the Armenia-Azerbaijan peace agreement. That thing fell apart how many times? Thanks to Azerbaijan. Not keeping up uh, on there, of course, a peace agreement. I'm not sure they, they, they probably don't know the definition of peace. So it's probably difficult for them to have that type of agreement with a country that is... Uh, 
you know, known for uh, God, known for love. And uh, yeah, it's kind of hard to negotiate with those who, again, have no regard for life. That was episode 39. Episode 40 was a fun one with Tony Clark. He was on Fool Us with Penn and Teller on Channel 5, I believe, locally, right? KTLA. And he actually came on. It was IGTV again. You can go on my IGTV on my Instagram. And he did some magic tricks for us. And he talked about his experience on Penn and Teller, which was super cool. And uh, how it all went down and how many times he had to uh, submit his videos until he got called. And when he got called, he had one chance to do it. And he killed it. And guess what, folks? He fooled them. And there's not a lot of people that fool those guys. Uh, so that was a really fun episode and happy for Tony Clark, one of the, one of the best guys uh, that, that, that I've been around. So really happy for him. That was episode 40, 41. We were shooting the shit with the boys. I had a great conversation with those guys. Um, we kind of let everything loose on that one. We talked about everything. It was uh, the whole idea of that episode was it was three of my buddies who I get to see at least twice a year. And what we do is we go out and have dinner together. And so this time, things are a little bit different. Um, we're living in a in a world that uh, you can't really go sit and have dinner anymore. And so this time I said, why don't you guys come over? We'll have some dinner at my house and we'll shoot the shit and we'll record it and see if we can get a good episode together. And it was basically us at dinner uh, having a conversation about life, about life and what, what the hell was happening in our lives and what's happening in the world. And that was a lot of fun. That was 41. 42, Alexander Kazarian came on. She's suing, she was suing, and she won her lawsuit against Los Angeles County for closing restaurants for outdoor seating. That was a great episode. Got into a lot of the uh, detailed things in that lawsuit and how it happened. At the end of the day, they won, which means that once, I believe, once the restaurants reopen, they cannot close them again. So we're still out here in California waiting for these restaurants to reopen. The outdoor seating thing, it, what stuck out the most in that episode from her, because I, I still don't understand why things closed, because CDC even mentions that outdoor seating doesn't raise covid numbers. CDC said that. So when the state closes them down, I'm confused. Why Why are they closing them down if even CDC admits that this doesn't raise any numbers with COVID? And so she made it. She made all the sense in the world. You have to do something. And when people see others sitting outdoors, having dinner, lunch, breakfast, and enjoying themselves, that means that they're not abiding by COVID rules, right? So you're out. It's like painting this picture of you got to do something. And if you lock people up, that means they're doing something about it. I still, it still doesn't, it still doesn't hit home for me, but I don't know, man. I'm sure we'll be talking a lot about this in 2021. Emil Gason was on 43. I'm sure a lot of you know Emil, man. <laughs> this guy's the best. Uh, it was like my intro in that episode 43. The guy just really doesn't care about what you think of him. And that's one of my favorite things about Emil he is putting a documentary together. He was on the front lines in Armenia when they were fighting against Azerbaijan. And there's going to be a documentary that should be coming out in spring, summer this year. Very excited about that. I know a lot of people are, but his interview that I did with him and our conversation was just open book, didn't hold back. I didn't hold back. And we, I asked the questions, he answered them and 
it was sweet, man. It was awesome. I, I can't wait for that documentary to come out. Super cool of him to come on and have that conversation with me. And so a really good guy. I really enjoy our conversations and, and who knows what the future holds. I hope, I hope I have another one with that guy. He's, he's awesome. 44 was a new year's resolution with my boy Tiggy and uh, Rafi Garbushin. Tiggy is coming out. Uh, it's actually out now. Tickfit100.com. It's a hundred day workout regimen. And on the hundredth day, you actually get to work out with him on uh, on like a Skype, which is totally cool. Um, I'm I'm actually doing it. Uh, I'm a big routine guy, and so I was using an app to work out, an app called Center. Uh, Chris Hemsworth that uh, he came out with, and so I, I kind of got uh, over it because it was kind of repetitive. And with Tiggy's uh, TickFit 100, I am now on it. I'm on day ten. I completed day nine this morning, and so I'm going to finish 100 days, and that's part of my new routine now. I wake up in the mornings and knock out a 25 to 30-minute workout of his, and by the way, I'm in some of them. How about that? I am in some of them. So day eight is my first workout. That's when I make my debut to TickFit 100. Super cool, right? So that's part of my routine if you guys want to get on that program, which... I would advise that you do because it's legit. It's 36 different workouts too. So you're not going to see the same workout over and over and over again. There are going to be different workouts all the time, which is, which is super cool. And the dude worked extremely hard, tireless hours on this project. And 50% of it's going to the wounded warriors uh, uh, of Armenia. So that is also super cool. He's giving back uh, TickFit 100. And if you want to put a promo code and get 10% off, you can do, you can do so pod 2021 for the promo code. That's it, man. We went from, we did 28 episodes. That's, that's like a lot more than some sitcoms on TV, right? 28 episodes in the year. And um, that was the rundown of all of them. So if there was one that caught your attention and caught your ear and you said, wait, I think I want to hear that one, go back and listen to it because they're there. And I've got plenty more coming in 2021. The fun has just begun. I want to end this show by thanking you for supporting me. You know, I want to say that this podcast platform is a dream come true for me. And I'll tell you why. Because when I was a kid, I'd listen to AM radio and I'm a big sports fan. And so only thing I wanted to do and my dream job was to get on the radio and talk sports because I would always tell my friends, that's not a job like that. That's not work. I, there's no, there's no real homework that I need to do. I mean, I know what I'd be talking about. We're talking about what happened yesterday, right? The next day. And so I get to walk into a studio and hundreds or thousands get to listen to what I have to say and they get to call me and we get to talk more sports. How do I get into this? This platform here, and I, I thank the internet for this, has allowed me to do this. And with all of that, I don't have to listen to any suits tell me what to do. If my ratings suck, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I put out content that I think, that I believe I can learn from, and in turn, hopefully you're learning the same thing. Because if I think it's interesting, it, I'm hoping it, you're going to find it interesting. And you're going to learn from all of this too. And I know a lot of folks listen and I know a lot of folks have reached out and I know a lot of folks haven't reached out and that's okay. But 
if you reach out and let me know that you're enjoying the show, that just pumps me up even more, just a little bit more to get me going and to motivate me to do more shows, more content, more things that we can learn from, grow from, be better, try to win each day. And so I don't have producers roaming around. I don't have an editor roaming around. I don't have somebody telling me what to do. I don't have somebody telling me to put this here and do, I don't, I don't, I don't hear any of that. I don't need to hear any of that. So I thank the internet for allowing me to do this. I get away from the everyday life to do this, to talk to you. I hear nobody back. (laughs) 2021 is going to be a lot of fun. I've got three big episodes coming. Uh, One of them is with DK's Donuts. Not sure if you've heard of it. They're out in Santa Monica. Miley, she's awesome. She is a firecracker. But her uncle, Ted, came and fled Cambodia. He was a refugee. There was a genocide there. And he left there with his family. And you guys, it's a crazy documentary. It's on Amazon. It's called Donut King. I've watched it three times. I reached out to DK's Donuts, who is the niece of Ted. And she's she's coming on. We're going to talk about this thing. But he had 75 donut shops. And he lost them all. And I'm not going to tell you how or why because you're going to have to listen to the episode or you're going to have to watch the documentary. Anyway, she's coming on. That'll be uh, somewhat next week. And then Super 73, you know, those electric bikes, those cool, badass electric bikes. Uh, The CEO, Michael, he will be on. That's coming up as well. Action Jacqueline, she's a former Laker girl. She's going to come on. She's been killing it. She's got over half a million followers on Instagram, and she's done it by good, healthy habits Uh, how to get rid of your gut. So we're going to talk about that. And then I'm going to give you my morning routine. I've been talking about it. I cannot wait to bring this one out and tell you guys because it's changed my life. It's changed my mornings. And I believe the way you start your morning is the way your day is going to go. And so if you start your morning sleeping until 11 o'clock, waking up, having a donut and coffee, you're screwed. You're done. Your day's done. Your day is shot. I'm going to tell you how to get away from that. I'm going to tell you how to kill your day and win your damn day, man. Until next time, folks. Thank you so much for listening to me ramble. It was about 30 minutes of a rundown of all of 2020 for me. I'm Mike Gabriel. This is Mike the Pod. Until next time, folks. No wasted days. Let's go. Let's go.